your guarantee. NHL is fucking weird. Why would you not have the skills challenge on ESPN Plus that everybody is being forced to pay for? Oh, gotta get all the ratings in one spot through cable, through all the through all the uh, advertisements, so they can get paid. Just I don't like again. Like the All Star Game is like of all things should be like the most accessible thing you do. Like the skills competition is meant to like get fans. Like everybody should be mic'd up. Like you want to like see personalities. Like this is how you grow the game. Like I just, I don't understand why this is what you're trying to make money on. And I'll I'll literally never understand how people don't seem to put together the fact that like, you can still sell ads on streaming. Yeah. Like anything that's just like another revenue source. Just put the same damn stream on on ESPN. That's it. And I don't understand like who's playing for the actual All-Star game. There's three different games. Uh no, they play three on three. But each comp, each division has a team, and it's like a tournament. Ah, uh, gotcha. That's why we can't really bet on it right now. Yeah, it's pretty wild, and it's it's hilarious. It's hilarious because Ovi fucking hates it. Alexander Ovechkin, he okay. has he has quote unquote COVID right now, but he just posted like a, a Instagram today where he's just out walking his dog. I mean, he just—he just literally just three on three hockey is like a sprint all the time. He's just like, nah, too fucking old, not doing this shit. Sorry, going full full Jimmy Butler, dude. I would love that for the NBA though, on three on three tournament. Love it. Yeah, I mean, the NBA—they're like trying to change it. Yeah, like slowly but surely with like the whole what is it like play to fifty, play to forty five or whatever. But yeah, I mean it's still no defense, which it, it does suck because Major League Baseball and the NBA, even more so than like football and hockey, should have a, a leg up in All Star games just because they're more le- way less contact. Like you can show off way more skill. And they just suck at it. And, like, the home run derby is, like, the king, right? Yep. The true king of all of them. Bro, I just don't understand. Because, like, the NFL, you look at all those old throwback, like, wide receiver gauntlet. You had 
like the QB skills competition. Those were dope. Even now, like watching the old ones are dope. And man, I don't know. Like, I don't want to watch them play fucking tic-tac kickers play tic-tac-toe. Like, I don't want to watch, like, I just don't understand how they, you just messed it up. You had it. You had such cool stuff that happened. And like, dodgeball is not cool. I don't talk to many like children, but I don't even think like elementary school kids think that shit is cool. No, I don't think they definitely should try to way, find a way to the, even have the fans vote for games. Like the dodgeball thing is cool. They're very competitive about it all, whatever. But like, I don't know. You could do a lot more, like you said. Uh, like I would I love to play, just grab four kickers and let them just longest kick. That would be very interesting. Like they did spectacular catch contest and it was about as cool as a dunk contest that shit was absolute trash yeah it was pretty garbage it was it was cool how they were trying to make it happen and whatever but nah it was cool to see like david tyree was still alive but like come on man like they're just they didn't like great it's like that it's again the same problem with the dunk contest like everything's a 10 like you literally had someone go like Jefferson, I think it was, went for a one-handed catch, flopped it, it fell on his chest, and he just held it. And they gave him a hundred. It's not a clean catch. How are you getting a hundred? He did a flip. That's a lot. Okay. <laughs> okay. Can you do a flip off a trampoline and catch the ball? Yeah. Let's Maybe. clip it. Maybe. Let's clip it. Maybe. We're going to go to Sky Zone, guys, and we're going to clip Jay, do a fucking flip, and catch a ball at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, and if I don't catch it clean, it shouldn't be 100. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Fuck it. Like, Zach Levine does an incredible dunk, but he catches it on the second try. That's not 100. Yeah, that's true. You know? I mean, that was their first year. It was their first year. Let them have fun. They didn't do this shit last year. They're going to work it out. I'm just saying, why are you taking, like, the parts of other All-Star games that are, like, broken? I mean, because they're weird. That's why. <laughs> like, the wide receiver gauntlet when you had, like, the freaking jugs machine and they had to catch it and it was for time, like, when Ocho Cinco, like, actually tried. Yeah. That shit was dope. That, that was dope. If they right brought now, that like, back, that would be dope. Plus, again, like, you give these quarterbacks, like, now, like, Kirk Cousins, Russell Wilson, Mac Jones are three of the quarterbacks participating. None of them give a shit. Yeah. Like, back None in the day, of the NFC quarterbacks did it. <clears throat> back in the day, you had like these quarterbacks who were doing like the longest, longest pass competition. They're actually trash talking each other. It was yeah. Like everybody should be mic'd up. That's true. They should have mic'd up and just I don't know. Put it on ESPN Plus and would, let them curse. Let it I, let it happen. I would <laughs> rather watch them play Madden than oh, any shit. of that shit. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Money Back Guaranteed. My name is Angel. I'm with the wonderful host Jay, and Jay has some words to say. Just a dark day. <laughs> In sports history. Yeah. 
a day that will go on till the end of time. The GOAT has retired. He saw Patrick Mahomes get beat by Joe Burrow. He's like, I don't have to run up the score anymore. Oh, God. There will never be a baby GOAT. It will only be me forever. A career that will never be touched. If Patrick Mahomes averages his career stats as a starter, he will not break Tom Brady's records until he is 41. They're going to increase the salary cap just to try to make, let him do it. Not going to happen, man. It's not going to happen. The GOAT has retired. I wish he had one more year. It's just not in him. Fuck Adam Schefter for ruining his announcement. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a sad day. I feel like – I mean, football will never be the same as a sport career will never be tough like what's there to say like i don't know it's like the day john lennon died (laughs) so jay took his eulogy to bash patrick mahomes and the goat's gone goat's gone it's nice it's a new day he gets to live a good life everybody in the world knows his name it's awesome we could run his numbers, but I'm sure everyone has run his numbers before. The only number you really need to know is seven. Could have been ten, but it's seven. Could have been could have been eight next year. That's all I'm saying. I don't know if they had enough to gather all the horses again for another run for time. I don't think so, but if you think so, if you if you feel like that's it, but Tom gets to leave and completely just shit on Ben's year to have a year of showing off how Ben, how great Ben was. Nope. Tom gets the glory here. You mean, you mean Ben Roethlisberger, second team Hall of Famer? (laughs) First, second ballot Hall of Famer? Yep. Yeah, because Tom should probably just be up there by himself, huh? <laughs> I mean, you've seen it before, bro, where, like, the first year Chris Carter didn't get in, uh, it was because it was, like, I like Torrey Holt or somebody's, like, for, like third year of eligibility, and they didn't want to put two receivers in. Yeah. But who has the balls? Or the legacy to stand up to ne- next to Tom Brady. I don't know. Randy's already in, right? He's in already. Yes. Yep. I mean, I don't know. Any other great. I mean, give it a T.O. too. I mean, you could do that. Fuck I mean, yeah. they have to have like a certain minimum number of players, but they really should just like, this year <laughs> we're just going to do one. Guys, I'm sorry. What do you want us to do? It's Tom. Let's just – let Tom have a full, like, what is it, three months of coverage for the Hall of Fame? Yeah. What do you, like, you going to do? The whole summer? What are you going to do? What are you going to You going to complain? Say he doesn't deserve it? <laughs> I mean, how, I mean, you know who's complaining a lot? The Patriots fans. Bro, Why are you guys so upset? 
unless unless Gronk and Edelman both get into the Hall of Fame the same year, there is no way that Tom Brady doesn't have more Super Bowl rings than that in the entire rest of that Hall of Fame class, right? No, 100%. Duh. And Jules is not making it. We talked about it. I'm just saying that's because they each have, they have three each. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Gronk should probably leave right here and be done and then have Gronk and Tom just come in together. That'd be ridiculous. It'd be great. It'd be just a worldwide party. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I don't have like the numbers, but like you look at it, who's going to, who would be in that would have like multiple rings? Big Ben has two. Mm hmm. But I, I mean, again, I don't have the class projected out that far. But even looking at like the Hall of Fame this year, there's no way that Hall of Fame class is more than six rings. No. I mean, yeah. You you gonna complain about Brady getting his own year? <laughs> Fuck it, give it to him. It's not like the MLB where like you run out of eligibility. Ah, oh, that's true. Yeah, Everyone sorry. Wants to play. Everyone can wait. Relax. You'll get a chance. It's just fine. do it. Do it for no other reason than so Tom Brady can piss off Steelers fans one more time. <laughs> oh, bullshit. Oh, shit. They'll still show up. <laughs> you know who should retire? Bill. Bill should retire right now. This is what I mean. He has a class this, action lawsuit on his name right now. <laughs> there, I mean, this is a uh, this is a uh, like the only thing worth talking about this weekend. Yeah, pretty uh, much. But Brian Flores does not give a fuck. Oh no, he is taking the shield down with him, and he he's got receipts. But I hope he's got more receipts than he's given because it's going to be very hard to prove intent here. But in the court of public opinion, he is doing a hell of a job. And honestly, and honestly, if I'm Bill Belichick, I would be like, I, I would just say in court, yeah, I thought I could get Brian Flores back as my defensive coordinator. So I told him they should take Brian Dable. Sorry. So if you guys haven't heard this story yet, Brian Flores is suing the NFL, the Dolphins, the Giants, and the Broncos uh, for just straight up being racist, just discrepancies, just pretty much shutting them, pretty much saying, you guys interviewed me just to interview me. You guys had no intent in hiring me. And also... It's almost as if the rule that said you have to interview a minimum amount of minority candidates have made people interview minority candidates just to say they interviewed minority candidates. I mean, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) I mean, and then also later this week, he drops a bomb saying that the organization that he worked for is paying him a hundred K to lose games. So that is the biggest news out there that, the organization is paying Brian Flores to lose games. And then <laughs> out of nowhere, in the middle of fucking Hoosville, here comes Hugh. Hey, me too. Me too. <laughs> so they have pretty much grabbed the NFL and shaken it up right before their biggest game of the year. Honestly, the Brian Flores stuff, to me, 
is way less entertaining than the Hugh Jackson stuff because Hugh Jackson is legitimately a walking, just absolute joke. Everything he does, he fucks up. He's just a clown, bro. I absolutely like the owner of the Browns came out and said, if I'm trying to have us lose, how did we go one in four? And then I fired you and we went five, like five and all right away. Or what they finished like five and three or something like that. Five, five and two. Yeah. The new coach didn't hear about the clause or. Yeah. The, yeah. So he was like, <laughs> Oh shit. I could have got more money. I didn't know that. And, and, Spot the lie. The owner of the Browns, uh, Jimmy Haslam, goes, Hugh Jackson has never taken responsibility for anything. I said <laughs> we could do better, but I have worked – like, what do you say? I think the exact quote was something like, I've worked with people and I've helped numerous people in my 45 years of managing, training, owning businesses. I have never tried to help someone as much as I helped Hugh Jackson. Damn. Damn. Dude, are you fucking kidding me? You, really? You're going to meet to me right now? Although, did you... I your house. <laughs> did you see what uh, Jason McCourty said? No. Uh, Jason McCourty said... Because uh, he was on the Browns... When he was on the Browns, cornerback Jason McCourty, not Devin McCourty, they uh, they went 131-1. and one. Jeez. Uh, and he said that we were definitely not trying to win games. <laughs> he said, he said, winning in this league is hard, but I went to New England after that, and winning isn't that hard. <laughs> so we, we were not trying to win games. Uh, come on. Hey, 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 hey. You were just that bad. <laughs> Your coach didn't really give a fuck. You guys were there to get a check and go home. Then you went to a factory and you don't play around there. <laughs> hey, I mean, <laughs> let's let's think. Of, I mean, if if Tyrod Taylor, Tyrod Taylor doesn't get hurt in that in that game, Baker doesn't start all season. That's true. <laughs> you would not like they were one game away. They were. They almost made the playoffs week, uh, what, week seven, 16? Mm. That would not have happened no. <laughs> with Terod Taylor. Sorry, Terod. It's just a fact. Yeah, but Baker probably wouldn't be as banged up as he is. <laughs> Taking a fresh year off. Also fair. Also fair. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, more news in the NFL. It's a, it's a pretty busy week in the NFL. Coaching and changes. Um, Jim Harbaugh, staying put, staying in Michigan, tells them, hey, it was a one-time thing. I was just flirting. I was just trying to see what I could really get, see if I could get John Gruden numbers. Didn't really work out for me, so staying put. And the Minnesota Vikings are now fully interested in full go on Kevin O'Connell, offensive coordinator for the Rams. Taylor Fade. Got a couple. Taylor Fade. Uh, Jim Harbaugh chose to remove himself from consideration and then Taylor Fade Jim Harbaugh 
will not try and get another NFL coaching job? Fade and Taylor. I think Jim really, I mean, Jim's in a really good position in Michigan. You know, it's his fucking, I'm a modern, he's doing his thing. He gets the love. He pretty much took his team, I mean, he took his team to the championship, to the playoffs. He's in a position to keep doing it again. He can build a nice powerhouse in Michigan. Yeah, the money's probably a lot better in the NFL. You know, your name is a lot more in the news. But, hey, it's a good spot for Jim. He can stay there. I fade the first question because I think, I truly think, the Vikings didn't offer him the job. I think they brought him in for interviews. They have this weird thing about him where they want a positive culture. And Jim's a hothead. He's going to scream at the refs and all that other shit. Da, 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 da. So this team is being very, very cautious on their guy. And they want to bring in a young gun, which I respect. You get a guy that's young. He's coming from the big faith factory of coaches and, Hopefully he can come in and produce in a couple of years. The Vikings are doing what a lot of other franchises have done and have been very successful. Hiring the offensive coordinator for Sean McVay. Uh, the issue is whenever the Vikings try to do things that have worked for other teams, it doesn't work. Do you remember what happened after Matt Leinart his rookie year, then Matt Castle, all these UFC quarterbacks were having a lot of success. Mm-hmm. What did the Vikings do, Angel? <laughs> Wins. <laughs> they went and got fucking Christian Ponder. Nope. That was after. They drafted oh. a man named John David Booty. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. And he sucked. He was awful. <laughs> Didn't even start a game. Nope. 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 And, like, he didn't start that many games at USC. He was like, ah, a backup at USC is better than a a starter for a lot of other schools. Nah. Didn't fucking work. The Vikings just don't – it just doesn't work out when they try to do other things. And I don't know. What do you think? Do you think Kevin O'Connell – I think it's the same. Kevin O'Connell? Yep. Is that the right move? Uh, It's interesting. It's interesting because they're moving in the, you know, they're moving in the direction of the future. Like you said, they don't have a good track record of doing that, but with this new GM and this new coach, you're bringing in a totally different attitude. It's been the same shift for the last seven years, fucking trying to build an elite defense and an okay offense. They're going to change it up. They have pieces to do it. They have pieces they need to move around so they can do it better. And, you know, the defense needs some work. But, like you said, they don't have a track record of uh, following the trend. So, we'll see. Do you – I would love to know, like, what the questions were regarding Kirk Cousins. Like, if – can you play – can you win with Kirk Cousins was a question. You know, we'll – because apparently, apparently Jim Harbaugh did his homework, and he was fully on board that he could win with Kirk Cousins. Yeah, 
I don't know about this other guy. You know, the new, the, you know, we live in Minnesota, so we hear all the news around here, and a lot of people are saying they're going to extend Kirk Cousins to find a way to find their quarterback for the future because their mindset is Kirk Cousins is a lot better than bringing in a, an, another guy that's just going to be the stepping stone to their future guy. But does Kellen so, Mond get you a top 10 pick? Absolutely. But they feel like with Kirk Cousins, they can keep their stepping stone to a future guy, but still almost stay competitive to the point where Kirk Cousins could win you a Super Bowl if you have the, you know, 85 and 72 Dolphins, oh, the Dolphins and the Bears defense combined from those years. You know, you need, <laughs> can you trade for Ramsey and, all the elite corners and linebackers and maybe. Yeah, when they're as old as Patrick Peterson. Hey man, he might have some pull. You never know. I mean, I don't I don't know, man. It's just so tough because like Jim Harbaugh is a defensive guy. Yeah. And with the weapons you have, even with Kirk Cousins, I don't think it takes a genius to make this offense look good. No. But this defense, you're gonna need to rebuild from scratch. And I think Jim Harbaugh could be that dude. The issue with Jim Harbaugh is if you don't get Jim Harbaugh guys in there, if the GM and Jim Harbaugh aren't on the same page, you get issues. Because Jim Harbaugh, he loves contact. He loves physical football. And if you draft people who are going to be making business decisions and people who don't love to hit, he's going to wear you down. That's what happened in San Francisco. Everybody just – they didn't draft – bulky started drafting people who didn't want to hit didn't want to play Jim Harbaugh's ball didn't want to uh was that Marshawn Lynch smack a motherfucker in the face over and over over and over and over and over again because those are Jim Harbaugh guys and so that's why I feel like the GM and Jim GM Cam and his name is long and hard to say I'm gonna say Cam and Jim got yeah and got in a room together, and they probably figured out, hey, man, we're probably not going to be a good team to do this shit together. Man, that's the thing, though. Like, if I'm Jim Harbaugh, I'm going to be like, okay, I, if, I'm the, if I'm Jim Harbaugh for the Vikings, I get in there, my first thing is going to be I'm going to tell everybody in that room, hey, just so you know, we are going to be – I want to. I want to have a terrible year this year, and I want to see. And I want to see who I can trust, and I want to see who is going to be my dudes. I'm going to run people hard, real fucking hard, and I'm going to see. I'm going to see who sticks. Because quite frankly, I don't think Anthony Barr could play in a Jim Harbaugh system. No, and right now I think Jim Har Jim Harbaugh can push and drive guys into the ground because they're kids and Michigan is probably the best way to do it because he's coming into a very, very, very ugly defensive situation. Yeah. But this, is Hunter and Kendricks. And that's it. But, but again, who are, who are your, your studs, you know, as a defensive coordinator, ah, who are you going to bring in? 
like Mike Zimmer legitimately might get a defensive coordinator job this year. Yeah. There's like that's how, and his stuff. defenses have been bottom 15 the last two years. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at some point you got to be like, I think I can find an offensive stud, especially one like, like we were talking about with the Bengals. Like, I don't know who the fuck their offensive coordinator is. Never heard of it. No. LeVar Ball, never heard of him. <laughs> but, but, like, I can't name anybody on the defensive side of the ball who I would trust to, like, redo this shit. Yeah. Who are you going to call uh, – what's his face? Uh, when the Rams went to the Super Bowl, who was the defensive coordinator? Um, who was it? Old guy. Uh, yeah, it was an older dude. Who was it? Wade though? Phillips. Yep, Wade Phillips. We'll call Wade Phillips. Hey, could I mean he probably he might have a, he might have a, a Sean McVay would have his phone number. Yeah, I mean that wouldn't be bad. I mean I don't like know what he's doing. I, you know what I'm gonna do if I'm if I'm Jim Harbaugh I'm coming into that meeting I'm gonna be like here here's what we're gonna do we're gonna cut Kirk Cousins straight up. Kellen Mond's getting the start. I'm gonna trade Adam Thielen for a first or a second round pick. First round if I can get it. Second round pick. I'm going to trade him to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah. I'm going to – I'm going to run people into the ground and see who sticks, and those are the guys I'm going to build around. And I'm going to go all out to try to sign uh, Orlando Brown. Yeah. And we are going to rebuild as a running football team with a stud wide receiver on the outside and Justin Jefferson. Yep. And we're going to play – that kind of football. And you know what? Worst case scenario, like if I can get a first round pick or a early second from the Jacksonville Jaguars for Adam Thielen, I'm going to rebuild my offensive line and Kellen either going to be the well, dude or we're going to get a really high quarterback next year or like Deshaun Russell, like one of these guys is either going to get franchise tagged or they're going to sign like a one-year prove-it deal. There are going to be people available next year yeah. to go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this offensive line isn't that bad. Vikings offensive line is like middle of the pack. Probably needs a year or two to get their shit together. You just need major, major, major pieces on defense. You need to draft them young and see how it goes. And Kevin O'Connell's defensive coordinator is going to need to make those decisions. And hopefully it's a young guy too. Hopefully he gets a guy that's from college and just be young, be different, be completely, well, not different, but be more different than you were before. All your coaches have been older guys that have been in the league that have known what they're doing. Get a guy in there to see how it goes. Young guy. Fuck it. 28 years old. Fuck it. (laughs) see what happens because the Vikings just need something completely different. So you know what else is completely different? And hopefully Dalvin Cook doesn't go to jail for beating the crap out of that lady. I don't don't worry about that. It's all under the rush. Completely different. The Washington Commanders. The commies. (laughs) Yeah, they officially got their the commies. <laughs> they officially got their name. Dan Snyder finally picked one. 
or was allowed to finally buy one, whatever the fuck he was Dan, doing. Dan Snyder, Dan Snyder found one that wasn't already taken by a patent troll. Nice. <laughs> Hey, good. Hey, more good news for Dan Snyder. It looks like the uh, FBI probe that was done on his facility looks like it's going to be nice and quiet. Does not need to be released to the NFL. <laughs> so, double good news for Dan Snyder. <laughs> somebody, somebody, ask Brian Flores what's going on with that. He's got to know something. I mean, shit, he knows it all right now. So, shit, he's a high guy. He should probably just quit and take a. Uh, Take Scheffner for a run for his money for info. Bill Belichick was probably behind it. He's the puppet master. <laughs> Careful. You don't need the Patriots in any more shenanigans. <laughs> Bro, how, how do you feel if you're Tua right now? We're, we're going back to this. How do you feel if you're Tua right now? Like a relieved? My man, my man. Not Tua looks like Danny Dimes right now, where Danny Dimes is like, no, 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 Danny, we never gave you a good spot, so we're going to get you a good spot. Tua is uh, like, yo, y- y'all listening, right? I never got a good chance. On the one hand, never got a good chance. On the other hand, bro, they were trying to get Deshaun Watson on a boat to get him to go to Miami. Bro. You know they did. You know they wanted to. Brian at least wanted to. I guess the GM and all the other boys didn't. We'll take anybody who can get a clean dap going. Oh, my God. But, hey, this means that Tua gets a shot, a clean shot with a new coach and fucking the scandal. Like, you're going to have the spotlight on the Dolphins and spotlight on the Giants and Broncos and everyone that got named in this lawsuit that's going to get put into this lawsuit spotlight is going to be on them i'm like hmm what y'all doing over there y'all better be playing for real (laughs) taylor fade angel it is a bad look for the nfl that i believe seven coaches have been hired and they're all white as hell uh yeah not even a tan guy in the mix no i get it um no, there's there is not even a uh, who's oh. the Jets coach, Robert Sala. Robert, there's not even a Robert Sala in there. Oh, there might nah. be there there. If I, if I'm a head coaching candidate at this point, I'm going full Elizabeth Warren. I'm one sixteenth Cherokee. <laughs> oh shit! All these coaches need to do an Ancestry.com to see how back, how far back their roots are to see like. You could pull so hey, I'm fucking Italian. Just call me Italian. I'm good. <laughs> First Italian born coach. <laughs> I've watched every episode of The Sopranos. <laughs> but hey, there's three spots left. You got the Saints, Dolphins, and Raiders? Texans. Texans. Texans and Jaguars, or no, Jaguars are Doug Peterson. Yep. So you got three spots available. So you got three spots for all these candidates to come in and interview and see if they could uh, make it work. You know, seven. Co- I mean, they're qualified coaches. They're they're all guys that have done it or are on the rise and are ready to take the helms. I get it. Right now, Eric Bieniemy is going to be uh, interviewing with uh, the Saints on Saturday. Hopefully, that the Saints hire him and things go well. 
because I really want him off my team. Like, he could get the fuck out of here. We need a new guy to test Andy Reid. And Brian Dabble is going to steal the Chiefs quarterback coach for his OC, Mike Kiffa. So, hey, clean them all out on the offensive side. Let's start fresh. I like it. Hire enemy, please. Saints, take him. He's good. He'll get the, he'll take, he'll make Taysom work. You're paying him all that money, he can make him work. I mean, enemy <laughs> and Jameis is a match made in heaven. Oh, man. If that happens, just, just stay right here. <laughs> what'd, you, what'd you join? You're lifting flour? Why? Whatever. Just meet me at the stadium. <laughs> Jameis would get so confused by some of the cute shit he wants to do. Yeah. Wait, you so, want me to line up where? And then I spin? Hey, man, he has the moves to do it. You've seen him out there with the footwork and all that other shit. He's going to make it better, look better than Patrick. I'm telling you. It's going to be that, smooth. Eat that W. Uh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, football is fun right now. Washington Commanders black jersey is fire, though. It is I, think really it, I think that's some any given Sunday-ass shit. I hate dude. that, dude. Oh, dude, it looks fucking great, the though. W on the front. Yep. Did you see that the, the nameplate has a yellow line in the top and the bottom, though? That yeah. shit looks fire. It's the most respect-the-troops-ass shit I've ever seen, dude. <sighs> hey, man, it looks good. I've, they got a name. We're not calling them the football team anymore. It is the most inoffensive name you could ever come up with. It's not fun. It is just boring, generic. Like, that's the thing that sucks is we're trying to name a team with this cancel culture shit. Like, you can't even do anything fun. The last two teams that have been renamed are the Guardians and the Commanders. Yep. And pretty soon after, uh, TV was exploding the uh, Tomahawk chant. I'm pretty sure the Chiefs are going to have to change their name pretty quick. So I'm going to take credit for that. Fuck you. I think I started that. <laughs> Just to fuck with you. Now it's becoming a global trend. Yeah, thanks, dickhead. All right. <laughs> Moving on to the hardwood. Just Football call them the Kansas home. City Royals. It's both teams? Yeah, I think it'd be dope. No. Bro, did you see the Commanders? I'm not done with this. Did you see the Commanders? It's the name of an AAF team, and they even took the slogan, Take Command. Like, oh. if you go to the, the the AAF, it's like the San Antonio Commanders or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, they have the hashtag in their bio, and it just changed, so it's got the Washington Commanders logo on the end of it now. It's <laughs> Snyder, man. Just, hey, I like all this. Can I buy all this? Thanks. The only good thing about this is now we set a precedent that, like, the more popular sport gets to take the name. So we are that much closer to what we called it, the Las Vegas Aces, when Oakland moves. Yeah. Because I still think that's dope as hell. I'm. It is. We got to take away the uh, – The WNBA team? We got to talk to – hey, that might be the trend right there, both of them. Both of them are aces. And then Kansas City can be both of your Royals. But if that's the case, you got to change the – if you're going to do that, change the color of the team. Done deal. Fucking Kansas City Royals are going to be – Kansas City Royals football team is going to be blue and baby blue. 
Should just change their name to Team Brittany. Definitely moving on to basketball. <laughs> Fucking A. Bro, did you know that a one-year max deal in the WNBA is 228K? And they just signed a coach to a $1 million a year deal? Becky Hammond from the Spurs? Dude. She had to be a well-established coach. She is a well-established coach to get paid. Like, I no, I need to pay a million. Like, they are they are inadvertently, like, they're inadvertently proving what every hater of women's basketball says and that it's all fundamentals and the best women's basketball player isn't that much better than, like, the worst player in the WNBA. They are such dickheads about it. <laughs> Did like, you there's, see? There's got to be more ways to get these girls paid. <laughs> Did you see that? Did you see that late? The one player, I don't remember her name, but she's like, after seeing that we're paying a coach four times as much as the highest paid player in the league on a one-year deal, I am no longer spending my own money to upgrade my seat from coach. Oh no! I don't want to laugh because that's fucked up. For good God, there's come on, guys. There's jets everywhere. You can't even fly these girls. She's coach and has to pay the fuck one hundred and fifty dollar upgrade. And if you go to a city that's like sh- like short flights, that upgrade is gonna be expensive as fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's God. it's crazy. What, hey, she's a coach, well-established, big-name coach. I'm sorry. She's going to get paid a million a year. Sorry. I'm sorry. What do you want her to do? I mean, it's, yeah, it's super shitty that she's getting paid a million and, like, her bench player is getting paid, you know, 75K, we, 60K. We had to pay her more than we were – the Spurs were paying her to be the third assistant. Man, low key though, like I just I don't know how they're she they, coached the NBA game. You gotta give her respect, damn it. I just don't know how there's not more money to be had. Like Dude. the and the NBA is subsidizing it so much that like are there just and you they keep telling me like girls will watch basketball, like there's not any like you can't get it on like we TV, you can't get anybody to like air these games and give you money. Uh, no, the WNBA. ESPNW won't like cut you a check. I'll tell you right now, I got it to kill it all. The WNBA is getting ran financially like the UFC. <laughs> that might be true. The owners are getting paid, and the girls are getting just the owner maybe upgrades their flight once a week. I mean, they already have the biggest – they already have, like, the biggest ads. In the, do you think we could sponsor a team? How much do you think it would cost to get money-back guarantee on a WNBA jersey for a year? Dude, looking it up. It's got to be – it's got to be decent, right? I mean, what? I've got to think, like, six <laughs> figures. Maybe, like, 100K. We look it up, the owner. <laughs> we look it up, it's going to be, like – 42 million like what <laughs> is it like nascar could we like pay to just do it for like one game oh 
that'd be great. Just put a small sticker right, right, right here. Just right here. Get some free courtside seats too. Dude, can we do it for for a half? Can the girls switch at halftime? We'll take the first half. Will, will that make it cheaper for us? We'll interview one of one of the girls on our show every week. Do it. Yeah. We'll, for a year. we'll just be the WNBA podcast until they listen to the rest of our podcast and then not anymore. Yeah, pretty much. Well, we'll be the WNBA podcast until football starts. There we go. <laughs> then they got to sponsor us. There you go. Fuck it. <laughs> let's do it, Jay. Let's figure out this money. Let's make it happen. <laughs> but to go to the men's side of the hardwood, the Clippers pull off a trade with the Blazers, sending Norman Powell and Robert Covington to the Clippers. And the Clippers are 500. They're uh, still in the pack to make the playoffs. Kawhi is looking – Tyron Lue says likely, it's unlikely for him to play this year or this season. So possibly yeah. he can make a playoff run, which the Clippers are now making this trade to make that happen, bringing Norman Powell in to be a third wing or to be the ring for when they're both on the court for the playoffs is great. Robert Covington, we've seen him in Minnesota, then we've seen him in Houston. He's great. He can shoot the ball well. He comes in off the bench, can put up 15 points real fast, you know. And uh, the Blazers are getting Eric Bledsoe, Justin Winslow, and Keon Johnson in a 2025 second-round pick. Trash. Pretty much. Yeah. So did they do anything? Do you feel like they did anything to keep Dame? And do you feel like the Clippers with this move, if they get Kawhi in the playoffs, they're a team to watch out for? I would say I think it was a good trade for both teams because the Blazers are done for the year. They don't really care. Like, game's not coming back. They're not going anywhere. They need to set themselves up in free agency to get a big two. And they have now – they got younger. Justice Winslow is kind of unproven, but mm-hmm. I mean, he can play. Like nobody's out. Like no, in the right system, he can play. He's a good one-on-one ball player. I, I think they're setting it up to see what they've got, and they're not tied to any of these people long term, which is nice, right? Because I mean, it's kind of like what I mean. We're a Minnesota podcast. We're based in Minnesota. So we talked a lot of Timberwolves. It's kind of what the Timberwolves did when they traded Kevin Garnett. Get one guy that you think is going to be a contributor, Mm -hmm. like a solid role player, maybe more. And then we're just going to get a bunch of guys in here, maybe something, maybe nothing. But either way, we're going to – we have half a season to put them through their paces and see if there's somebody we want to build around. Yep. Uh, and they've done that. And, you know, if two out of those three can be a contributing role player on a Blazers team that has since Dame has been there lacked depth, that might be something. Then you just need Dame. I know Dame doesn't like to recruit, but <clears throat> get Dame out there recruiting. You know, like a Dame and Kawhi could be lethal. I know Kawhi just signed, but, like, you're you're looking for – for that piece. And the Clippers, they don't need youth. They need production. 
And you got an older roster right now in terms of your stars. So, I mean, injury prone, they're going to be taking a lot of nights off. If they can hit at the right time, they got very much better in this trade. Yeah. They've got guys who are playoff proven, proven in big moments, and they can be counted on if you are missing Paul George for, you know, a playoff series. Yeah. The, the, qu- the question is just, you know, can they all stay healthy? Can they get healthy at the right time? Can they play together? But, uh, I mean, the Clippers, let's face it, you're in win-now situation because I don't – like, Kawhi after this deal – might be on that, you know, that Ray Allen, that Shaq at the end of his career. He might be signing one-year deals, trying to get a ring, just hopping. Yeah. Yeah, that would be tough to see him do that. Before he uh, retires a uh, – before he retires a Raptor. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Dan should leave. But Dame's just so out of Portland. So weird. I mean, everybody wants Dame to win a ring, and it would be great for him to win one in Portland. The issue is your big teams, your Warriors, your Clippers, your Lakers, all those teams, they're not going anywhere. Philly's only going to get better. Like, it, it is very hard to crack into that upper echelon of, you know, six, seven, eight teams every year and without signing somebody big. And Portland's a tough sell. Yeah. And you're dealing with teams that are built very well, like the Suns and the Jazz, the Nuggets. All those guys are built very well. So it's going to be tough. Hopefully, I don't know. They'll have to do a lot of recruiting if he wants to do it in Portland. If not, bro, you should leave before – you are one of the dopest players that didn't get a ring. Fucking IE AI. <laughs> Bro, I like honestly with this roster. Are the Trailblazers a championship contender if they hypothetically could flip McCollum for Jimmy Butler? Um yeah, if you kept Norman Powell, now you're now now you're just dealing with a, a two for a two. You want to find a way to get some pieces and get a third yeah. in there. I like. I just think their games would play really well off of each other because they both kind of do it all. And Jimmy's oh, yeah. a bigger body, and he's got the the attitude you need to get, to get it, it done. done. Yeah, absolutely. I agree with you. But fuck, ain't no way Jimmy's leaving Miami. No, Miami loves Jimmy and Jimmy loves Miami. So he ain't going nowhere. As they should. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I don't like a Ben Simmons would even change that that roster. I don't know. Speaking of Ben Simmons, uh, rumor coming out today. He all up in his feelings. You don't text Ben Simmons back. That shit goes in his diary. (laughs) But. Ben Simmons is in the news today. So is James Harden. Looks like the 76ers and the Brooklyn Nets are discussing a trade to be done, possibly, hopefully, before the trading deadline. 
moving James Harden for Ben Simmons and possibly sending Seth Curry, Maxi, or or multiple picks to secure the deal for James Harden. Do you like this move? Who wins this trade? Will Ben Simmons play? In theory, I like it, but it's so hard to figure out who's going to show up. I mean, you're basically trading a head case for a head case. James Harden's never happy anywhere for more than like a season and a half. And and we're finding out Ben Simmons was upset that Joel Embiid didn't understand when he had a bad playoff series and was upset that Doc Rivers didn't come visit him in L.A. over the offseason to see how he was training. Like, Ben Simmons is kind of a baby. Like, it turns out Ben Simmons needs a lot of babysitting. And if Doc Rivers isn't – like, if uh, Steve Nash isn't willing to do that, I mean, you got to think, like, Steve Nash was a good shooter. He was never an incredible shooter. Mm -hmm. More known for his passing, for sure. More known for his passing and his defense. So, I mean, you got to think a guy like Steve Nash would be a good candidate to get the most out of Ben Simmons' skill set. But at the same time – like Ben Simmons is going to have to shoot a little bit. Like I like the idea of Ben Simmons with KD because KD is going to be your scorer. Uh, Kyrie is going to be your ball. Would would have to transition more to the two. Yeah, I would say that. Yeah. Let Ben, let Ben run the point. Cause I mean, again, Ben can't shoot. So, I mean, but being able to use him as a decoy playing off each other, the nets, none of them really play defense. You'd be going from, maybe the worst point guard defender to maybe the best in the league. Yeah. So, I mean, that's a huge upgrade. I Especially when you're one, two, and three can guard very well, and they're all tall as shit. Kevin is seven, Ben is six, nine, and Irving is six, six. I can see – this is such an interesting trade because I could see – this being a very even trade and working out very well for both players, both teams. Mm-hmm. I can see this being a completely one-sided trade, depending on how this goes. And I could see Ben Simmons being like a career Brooklyn net for, you know, the rest of his career and James Harden forcing his way out after Philly loses in the Eastern conference finals two years in a row. Sounds successful for both teams. Yeah. Yeah, but I get Philly's chasing rings. Joel Embiid not going to be in his prime for potentially that much longer if you look historically at big men who put up the minutes he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, interesting situation. It's definitely one if I'm Philly, I'm trying to make happen at all costs because I don't know that you're going to do much better than James Harden for Ben Simmons at this point. Do you? Um, no, I don't think so. But do you feel like it's a lot if you're giving up like Ben Simmons and a Curry or Ben Simmons and Maxi, because you're going to have to give that up. I would. Yeah. I mean, I would try to make a draft picks or cash considerations, but I think, I think I would probably try to hang on to Seth Curry as much as you could. 
Yeah, Mark Cuban is still pissed he got rid of it. Oh, yeah. That was a blunder for sure because Curry was – he's not his brother, but he is still a very dominant shooter. I think I'd rather take Maxi if you are confident that Kyrie is going to play every game, which it sounds like COVID is going that way. Yeah. But, I mean, if you think that you're not going to have Kyrie play out the rest of his contract or he's going to get sick of basketball – then, yeah, I would maybe be trying to package a whole backcourt. Yeah. Seth, and Seth Simmons, KD, Blake Griffin. And then on the other side, you have Kyrie Embiid and uh, James Harden. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I would – I don't know who takes that in a best-of-seven series, but I'd like to watch it. Yeah, that's a very interesting seven for sure. That would be something that would definitely get a lot of views, a lot of ratings, which the NBA always struggles on. So, yeah, very interesting on the NBA side. You know, the All-Star game is coming up. They have about a week left of games. Um, We'll talk about the – East and West roster and the snub team, because I believe the snub team could definitely give a run for the money to the East and the West. Legitly. Have we talked about how, have we talked about how Andrew Wiggins is a starter and it might be because of K-pop? We have not, but I've definitely heard that story. (laughs) The uh, global ambassador for the Warriors is a Wiggins fan. No, they're just, like K-pop, they're just like all warriors, and they just decided that they like the name Andrew Wiggins, apparently. Oh, Wiggins. I bet they're rocking his shoes out there. I bet they got all the pairs. Oh, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, it's tough. It is super tough. It's interesting. Like, out of all the players, Andrew Wiggins is it. Like, I feel like they should have – someone should have stepped in. Yeah, they really (laughs) should. They didn't, but they really should. Yeah. But, hey, he's playing like a starter now. Who fucking knows? Maybe it'll be a self-fulfilling prophecy. All right, are you ready for picks of the week? It's time for the moment you've been waiting for. The money back guaranteed picks of the week. Money not actually guaranteed. Pick gamble responsibly. Well, the weekend. I'm ready for picks. I mean, I guess there's literally nothing going on, but I, I scrounged up three picks. Yeah, I got uh, three picks and a very interesting one, so it works out. <laughs> All right, what three picks do you got for me, boss? Uh, I have uh, Portland Trailblazers minus six over Oklahoma City. I'm going to take Philly over Dallas minus one. It's minus 110. 
and uh, the ninth, uh, because there's nothing going on, I'm taking the Russian Olympic Committee in the Olympic over Switzerland, minus one and a half, minus 115. <laughs> there you go. Um, I am going to take the Knicks over the Lakers on Saturday. Uh, Lakers are all banged up, so I'm sure I'm going to have pretty decent odds on that one, especially when the Knicks are in L.A. Uh, Pro Bowl's on, so I'm going to go ahead and take the AFC over the NFC. I know they don't tackle or anything in that, so whatever. Um, UFC Fight Night is Saturday night. Uh, the main event is Sean Strickland over, or Sean Strickland versus Jack Hermansman. I am going to take uh, Sean Strickland. He is in there talking shit, talking about fight me in the middle. I love that in the UFC. I love a good shit talker. And my weird pick of the weekend, I'm taking Jason Day plus 2,500 at Pebble Beach. He is down five strokes right now from the leader. So, not bad. Especially not today. Yeah, their uh, golf is really embracing gambling. Kind of like it. Yeah, it's not bad. I like, uh, I like that. Um, at Pebble Beach, man, it's very, very, very tough for some guys. Like some of the big guys that are supposed to be up there, ooh, struggling. So Jason Day being about five, five back, if he stays playing solid like he did Thursday and today, I like my odds. I think he's playing with Alfonso Ribeiro too. There you go, Carlton, baby. <laughs> There you go. Keep dancing. See if it works. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, what a what a show. Yeah. Guys, sports will be back soon. Right? Yeah. Sports sports Bowl, will be back soon. We're going to Super Bowl week. It's going to be very interesting to talk about the Bengals and the Rams. Um, All-Star NBA All-Star games coming up. Watching the uh, skills challenge for the NHL right now, which is pretty awesome. Way better than NFL. Way better. I think they're rank up, rank the All Star games of the major four: baseball, hockey, basketball, football. I think I agree. Yeah, football is pretty much. They just need to just play flag football, or just. Yeah, flag football with the helmets on, so you don't really don't bang your face up. And just, like, make it something where the guys actually want to play. These guys don't want to play. I'm just telling you. $5 million purse. How about that? Like, I just don't know how hard it is to fuck up skills competitions. Like, the slam dunk contest is kind of dead because there's only so much you can do with a basketball as a human. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, damn, like, I just don't understand how... The NFL had great skills competitions. Mm-hmm. Like, you could even do, like, I don't know, like fucking Madden training camp style shit. Like, I just feel like there's so much you could do, and they just choose to do, like, playground games instead. Yeah. Like, it, they literally, like, took whoever does the double dare challenges on Nickelodeon and let them design a Pro Bowl games. It's stupid. Yeah. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Yeah, someone is finally going to step in and make all this shit fun. 
and might competitive. Well, might as well be us. So right. listen, share, subscribe, follow us at money underscore back underscore podcast on Instagram at money back pod on Twitter. Trying to use Twitter a little bit more often. And uh, yeah, support us so I can afford more Brady brand gear and we can uh, fix some all-star games. How many, how many items of Brady brand gear you have right now? In my cart or on in on in transit? In transit. Zero. 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 All right, guys. You heard that. We gotta we gotta step that up. Yeah. Brady ain't cheap. <laughs> it ain't cheap. Papa got champagne tastes. Oh my goodness. You guys have a wonderful weekend. We'll see you next week. <laughs>